Yo, my name is Richie Marufo of the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series, a.k.a. BWAMS, and you're listening to the El Paso Creatives Podcast Show. Without further ado, here's the show. Hello, guys. My name is Veronica Fox Grijalva. I am today's guest on El Paso Creatives Podcast, and I'll be basically just talking a little bit about myself and what I'm going to be doing and what I've done and just a little bit about myself today. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Fox, what's up? <laughs> Fuck, I'm excited to have you because you yeah. literally started with me through everything, through Art City, and we'll talk. I, well, I don't know if you want to talk about Art City, but we'll talk. We can, can talk all. We can talk we all can about, talk it, about right? everything, everything. And your whole thing. mantra you have enough too. I want to talk about yeah. your book, Desert Gems. I want to talk about everything and pretty much the whole experience we've been through too. Yeah. But um, let me give my quick intro real quick. Yeah. Hey guys, my name is Isaac Hernandez. I guess uh, your host for the El Paso Creators Podcast Show here with Fox, and Fox has done a lot of amazing things. If you guys haven't seen her, check her out. I'll leave her name down here throughout the whole episode. But um, she's been my partner through it all, pretty much, from like when I started, a little like three months afterwards. She's helped me with a lot of different projects that we've done. And so I'm excited to talk about it. But why don't you just go ahead and just talk to us about a little bit about what you're doing right now, and then also how you got into the creative industry and why you wanted to become an artist. Right. I don't know about an artist, but you know. Okay. <laughs> no, just playing. No, I mean, I don't know. Like you mentioned, we've been... I was there, I guess, when everything transitioned to, like, you getting more serious about El Paso Creatives and everything. And I remember that. Mm. And, and, I and remember we also did it drive. during the whole pandemic, too. Like exactly. Right that's what was yeah. crazy part. Mm. Like, kind of historic. Like, it that's is. kind of crazy. Like, I remember, I remember you reached out pandemic. to me. And we're going to have that show. The What is it? The Star Room show? Yeah. And I didn't know that was yours, but I went to it. And then you yeah. reached out to me. And I was like, I want to see who organized this. And so we met up. And then we were in there talking in like your, and it was me. your apartment for like three hours. <laughs> and we're like, we can do this. We can do this. And we yeah, can do that. literally just brainstorming. Oh, that's the best. I love, I love having sessions like that. Even just on my own, like just having sessions of like brainstorming ideas because I get so many. Yeah. <laughs> it never stops. It never stops. Like that's... No, your mind's always flowing. It's, it's, it's always yeah. flowing. I dream stuff. It's ridiculous. Like I'm never off. You that's wake up I, and you're like, I gotta do I this. Gotta do this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy. What, what got you wanting to do all this? Like just, is that something that you've always been like naturally of just wanting to make things happen? You know, yeah. I used to be stupid shy. Yeah. I used to be really shy as okay. a kid. Like I didn't really have... Like a lot of friends. I have like very precise friends, I guess. Right. Now I could say precise. But I don't know. I was always shy. You know what got me out of that was going to festivals, going to okay. music festivals. That's when I got introduced to being among crowds, being among so many different people. Mm. I don't know. If you ever go to a festival, if you've been to a festival, like it's incredible seeing how many people get together yeah. just to be part of that. You know, just to, you could be the poorest or the richest person. You're still going to go to this one festival for this one musician or several musicians. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, you just are there. You're just enjoying this moment that this other person created. Like, it's just amazing. It's and, amazing. and that's pretty much just how yeah. you curate your events. You're just, you try to make them. And I've seen yeah. it because I worked with you. And I've seen like you're trying to make the events have something special within them yeah. that people can remember. People can really challenge themselves. So, like, I yeah. remember I was doing events. And then before I met you. We got a little bit more creative on mixing mediums and all that. And yeah. How can benefit them. Um, Such a genius idea. How do genius. you go about? So I want to go back to how you said mm -hmm. that you just wake up with ideas and all that. How do you go about organizing it on, you know, time management, especially like as an event coordinator and, you know, bringing everybody together, like the vendors, artists, everything. Yeah. I mean, you've seen how I work. I use this app called Notion. Mm -hmm. 
Like I live and breathe through notion. <laughs> let's use what's an example. Let's use yeah. Art City as an example. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Our we can talk one. about Art City. And so yeah. let's use that as an example. How did God. you start that one? How did you plan it? For people who are probably listening who are artists who wanted to maybe they do their own events. Right. You're right. a master at it. How would how would you explain that process of it? Uh it's a matter like the biggest one of the biggest, biggest things, like priority wise, like from one to five, like number one thing you should worry about is communication. Anytime. Communicating with everybody or if it's just you yourself, like even curating your own show, you need to communicate with the venue, with anybody that's involved, you have to have to have to communicate. Like there's no way around that. Like there's no way. Mm -hmm. So once I communicate to, for example, like the vendors and the artists and whoever I want involved, um, it's just letting them know like what to expect. Like you have to put your, I guess you have to put yourself in their shoes yeah. and like what makes it easiest for them. Like, what is going to be their process, what they need to worry about. And then I worry about, like, what I need to do. It's the same thing, like, as a store, like a business. Like, if you're charging your client, yeah. you want to make it as easy for them to to process their payment. You yeah. Know, type of thing. So, the same way like that, you want to make the experience as easy for them to want to work with you. And the way I go about it is I think as, for example, as a client, what do I want out of this? I want an easy transaction, a cool transaction. I want something out of it. So, what do you leave with? as a store right? owner... Or, you know, as a vendor, was whatever, how can I make that happen for them? And how can I make it the best for them? That's the way I go about it, at least. Got it. Okay. Yeah. My focus is on the, the, I guess, like the guest or the client or whoever comes to my shows. I want them to leave with a, with a really good experience. A good, mm -hmm. like, just feeling good. Yeah. Feeling inspired, motivated. <laughs> I, mean, I like that. And yeah. so... Going back to the Art City one, so yeah. what struggles, because that one was one where we had a lot of struggles, and I want you to explain that one. What struggles Lord. did you go through that one, and how did you overcome them, especially to make the event happen? Because I know when a lot of people are going through events, they're going to come through those, the, those it's problems. It's natural. Yeah. It's so natural to go through a process. Any of these events, small or big, like, doesn't matter how many guests you have, like, it's going to be a process. And it's a good thing, you know? It's a good thing or bad thing, but I love, I love the process. Yeah. I've always talked about that, too, is I like the planning side of things the event it's whatever for me it's well, already once there the event comes, it, should, it just happens yeah, by itself. it like just it happens itself. it runs itself yeah. and yeah you run into little things but i like planning it out i love doing that yeah i forgot your question okay <laughs> so my question was i remember oh, my the, question the, the, the struggles, the struggles right? you got yes. and how did you overcome them yeah. <laughs> um so the venue for that one was probably the hardest thing because mm. there was just not to, to go too much into detail, but there was just a lot of confusion with that one. And it kind of goes back to the communication of it all and transparency. I very consciously try and be as transparent as I can in anything yeah. that I do with everybody. Everybody. Like, because otherwise, like, it's hard to keep up a lie, you know? Mm. Like, there's no reason for yeah, it. There's no reason for lying. Like, there's no reason for it. So... I with that one it was hard to communicate like what we wanted what each person needed to know and what they didn't need to know because uh, nobody needs to know everything like not everybody needs to know everything like yeah. it doesn't apply to them exactly like yeah. who cares <laughs> they don't have to know yeah. like and it's not a bad thing we're not omitting any truths to them it's just it's not something that they have to worry about yeah and, so, and, and like what yeah. you mentioned is that and that's something that I heard too is like I've been told that the best lie is always the truth Mm. And by going about that, it's like instead of lying, they're gonna figure out you're lying. But if you lie, if you if you tell them the truth and they think you're lying, eventually yeah. they know it's the truth. Oh, they're gonna know. Yeah. They'll mm -hmm. find out. People find out. Yeah. Whether it was a lie or truth, like whether whatever you say, people are gonna 
know mm-hmm. about it somehow. And so yeah, like just just don't so fake just it. just yeah. be mm-hmm. be truthful, guys. But, but be how, how, did you, how did you make that event happen though? And I, I know yeah. I know how you made it happen. But like you know, but for life, for, for people, the people, who, yeah. for the viewers. Because I want I want you like when it gets really hard because we had yeah. that when we had, got really hard. Yeah. What did you do? So that was one of the first like collaborative things that I've done. And it was with yourself, like it was with you. So that was really fun. Um, I, prior to that, I'd only done them by myself. So maintaining that like professional relationship that we had and everything and like going with the venue and stuff like that, I think that was, it was a transition. It was a transition for me because it's like, oh, like I have to. Okay, now I have to like worry about that too. And I have to like come Like you got more serious about it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. It was great. And then, um, yeah. ah, I forgot the other question I was going to ask you. Okay. So I also <laughs> wanted to jump into Desert Gems, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, there's a lot more of the things out of that. But I forgot. So I was going to jump into so Desert Gems. There's so many things for Art City. from but, that one, yeah. it came out. It was actually a pretty good event. But, it was you know, a great we event. Really we had a good lineup. Because that was our first yeah. mixed medium one, too. That was yes. our first one that we mixed mediums with. Yeah. But um, the second thing that I want to ask you is I want you to talk about Desert Gems now. Because I know okay. besides an event coordinator, you're also an artist, whether you say you do call yourself. <laughs> you know. I happen to draw you, you and I You happen to draw and I'm an artist. And I do stuff. People, I tell people, I'm like, I'm not an artist either, but they say I am because I don't know. So everyone's saying everybody's an artist. I mean, I don't know so, why they so, say so, you're so an not artist. Sure, let's but... put a pause on that. I want you to explain what do you think is an artist? What makes an artist? I'm going to ask you that. Oh, man. I guess uh, I don't. That's oof. I'm done. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Well, guys, <laughs> that's, I, a, that's a whole other question, I guess, because it, I can get really hippie with it and yeah. be like, oh, it's like about self-expression and like bringing out what's in your mind to like a canvas or to express yourself in either poetry or literature or yeah. art or painting or sewing. It's a form of expression. That is what I think artistry is, whether it's through film too, like whatever it is, it's an expression of your inner self to sometimes it could be your inner self or what you uh surround yourself with but what makes an artist i think man there's so many different things about it because there's an artist there's the creator and then there's artists that only consider themselves artists until they live from that they live from their creations but i think an artist is just a creator like any form of creator. And the reason I asked that question, too, mm. is because I want to jump into your book now. You made a book full of different artists and all that. Yeah. What was your intention behind that? And why do you think making that book was important? I think it's true. I still very much believe in that product. So talk about it a little bit. Yeah, what Desert Gems yeah, yeah, is and yeah. what that book is. So Desert Gems is a coloring gallery composed of local artists, myself included. Um, the whole purpose of it, I started back in 2019, mind you. This is 2019, July 2019. July. When I first started this, um, I was in my last semester of school. I had just started a new job at Starbucks, which I'm no longer at. Cause oh, I remember that story. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those stories. Yeah. Um, I started it because I was hanging out with one of my artist friends and like we we're just painting and drawing and just, you know, just like shooting the shit basically. Mm-hmm. And we kept talking about like how like it sucks to be broke and like all this stuff, you know, the struggling artists, the, the starving artist type yeah. life. And it's super true. Unfortunately, it is very true for a lot of people. A lot of people don't live from their art, even though it's like their passion and their drive and everything. And I thought, like, why can't we, though? <laughs> you know, exactly. like, why not? Well, why I live not? with that same vision. That's the whole reason yeah. we started the Opas Creators. Like, it, why can't yeah. artists not do this as a profession? Yeah. yeah. And I thought, you know, we don't have a large platform here in El Paso. It's growing. It's been there, but it's not expanding as much as I'd like it to. Yeah. So I thought... I have a lot of black and white drawings that I would like to color in someday. I'm just 
lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy and I don't like coloring. Oh yeah. Oh, natural. Oh yeah. Naturally dude. Naturally. Like we all procrastinate, but I thought I, let me launch this platform where I have a form of like people being able to interact with the drawings themselves. Yeah. It's one thing to go to a gallery and see the works like, Oh yeah, that's nice. And then you leave. Right. That's it. That's literally it. That's a whole interaction right there to actually sit down and color and like, interact with the artist's work is a whole different process yeah. like you're seeing it you're visualizing something different you want to do something with it and it's somebody else's work though it's just you know it's just a drawing but you interact with it so i thought of that and then i thought well okay we have social media platforms we have all these other ways that we could communicate exactly. with the artist mm -hmm. if we like somebody enough we're gonna we're gonna look into them yeah. we're gonna research them a little bit more so i thought okay i could do that and then let me get their social media platforms if they have a um like a project that they want to promote or something let me get that project on there with with their websites or whatever you know yeah so i had um fortunately now i've grown They're like i know a lot more artists now yeah. but at the time i only knew like a couple of them so i contacted oh, man i want to say maybe like 20 artists out of those 20 Everybody was interested, like a lot of them at least were interested, but they weren't they able to. Yeah, they weren't able to, or they just didn't have the time for it, or they didn't understand the project. Mind you, I didn't understand my project fully. Yeah. Well, no, what, <laughs> I I, what I'm looking at potential. it is that you also maximized how yeah. much of exposure you give them. People yeah. took their artwork home. People were able to interact yeah. with it, and then you also promoted them within the book by plugging in their social medias and yeah. their story behind them and who they are. You yeah. maximize the exposure you're giving these artists. That's what a lot of people maybe haven't thought about doing but you maximize the way of how you can expose an artist, which I think was pretty intelligent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm hoping for, at least, you know? Like, that's what I want. I want people... Man, because there's so much talent. And I've said this before, and I live by it. There's so much talent in El Paso alone. Here alone, there's so much talent. Like, I see it every day. Like, here and there, you know, I, it's everywhere. Like, it's just everywhere. Yeah. And I want to give these folks a platform because I didn't have one. I still, I, I'm getting there, you know, yeah. but it's it's still yeah. just stuck to here. And so, I feel like that's why we yeah. connected too, because yeah. you didn't have that platform, I didn't have that platform, and yeah. we created a we platform. We put our it. platforms together, we made, and we made it. it. <laughs> we made it. And so that's we exactly, and that, so the, the, the other thing that I wanted to ask you too was, on your project specifically, why did you choose El Paso specifically? Like, did you ever want to get out of El Paso? Was it your goal first oh, to get out of El Paso first or start yeah. here and then get out of El Paso? God, I've always wanted to leave El Paso. Yeah. Straight up. I've, I didn't like El Paso growing up. I hated it. I thought it was boring. Like, typical, typical El Paso. And I was like, oh, there's nothing to do here. Which is a lie. There's a lot to do here. You just kind of, it sucks because you kind of have to look for it, though. And you also got to create it, too. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's exactly why I started doing events too, is because I couldn't find anything to do. So I was like, I'm going to make stuff happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I did, and we did. And, did. and now you have your <laughs> launch party coming up. So and talk now, about that. What is that so all about? So we are currently in October. Yes. We're in October We're 2021. October. So two and something years later, two years and some change later. Uh, well, okay, first of all, I, with, July 2019, I started the book. I got everybody's works and everything. <sighs> that alone was a hassle. <laughs> oh, I, I bet. It was a hassle to get the drawings on time because I set deadlines for them because I was ready to go. I was like, okay, I have my like, drawings. I'm releasing tomorrow. I'm good to yeah. go. But I didn't realize, like, maybe they weren't ready to go. So I was like, I need them now. Like, I was just very impatient because I was just, I was just 
So Ready did you throughout your whole process from then till now? Did you learn how to be patient with yes. like event planning and all yeah. that? Yeah. You know what? I, I realized like not everybody's always like prepared to go. Yeah. I'm always. I'm everybody's always different. <laughs> Everyone works different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I have to understand that, and I did. I obviously learned it like real quick. Yeah. But um, so from there, from July to about, I want to say February of 2020, is I finally got them printed. I finally had them I printed. I remember that. I remember I went remember? and you had yes. that big box full of yeah, books and everything. Yes. yes, and I finally had them printed. Yeah. One month later, COVID, yeah. mm-hmm. COVID, pandemic this, pandemic that, everything shutting down the and world. I remember you were chaos. telling me that you were going to have shows here and there and then you couldn't do anything after that. So I how did you adjust to that? I had a whole tour planned, dude. Yeah. I had a whole tour planned, not only in El Paso, because apart from promoting the artists, I want to promote local shops or local places, local parks, whatever, local, local, local. Yeah. Everything from El Paso, for El Paso. <laughs> so I had a whole tour planned here. I had a tour planned to go to Dallas, all of East Texas, San Antonio, Austin. I have people over there. I and wanted you to go had them to- and everything? Or like, no, or you I, just was, had I was to going go. to, yeah. yes. I okay. had every intention of planning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then COVID happened and it was like, your plans <laughs> stay home yeah and yeah so how, did, how did you adjust to that or what did you do with man. that time i guess that whole free time you had and did you change anything i i kind of i it didn't take a hiatus but it definitely took a little bit of a back burn yeah i took it like on the back burner or whatever i paused it for a little bit because i didn't know what to do then like yeah. i my whole thing is doing events doing doing interaction interactive uh things there was no way to interact. There was no way to interact unless it was um, virtually. Didn't we try to do something virtually? I think we, we did. We tried something, and I don't know what it was. I know I did a live-a-thon, but that was, like, on my own. I did, like, a live-a-thon like with a, different artists. But we did something online. We did the podcast, and we did the – we were. I think we were trying to do Sun City Sounds. That's what do, we did. Yeah, we did. We Sun did Sun City, City Sounds Sound. online. Okay, so I want you yeah. to speak on that one. What did you yeah. think about that, and why do you think that was so beneficial for the artists at that time? I think it was wonderful. I think it was great. Mm-hmm. I love Sun City Sounds because, again, there's a lot of talent in La Paz, we're from here. Um, I think it was a really good platform for people, again, people that didn't have a platform, people that didn't have somewhere to go and perform or go sing. Because, I don't know, a lot of these bars... The, you know, all we have are bars. And bars were closed for the longest time, they too. They were closed for a one. very long time. Yeah. So creating that Sun City Sounds allowed artists to com- or musicians to continue playing their music, giving them not maybe not a sense of, like, physical live audience, but having an audience like in general. Like a virtual type of audience. Yeah. And it was more safe for them. They still kept them going. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it gave other people, like, an opportunity, like Jordan Taylor, who wanted to maybe, like, try hosting. And it gave her an opportunity. And I remember it gave she other told people us, opportunities. Yeah. She told us she was a little yeah. shy. And then like towards like the fourth episode, she was all oh, she into was, it. She was like all over the she place. Was to and go, Richie, yeah. well, Richie was a lot of help too. And oh, Richie was man, amazing. Man, Richie. Shout out to Richie. Freaking doll, I yeah, swear. We're, we're still doing it with him too now. He actually yeah. brought it back up to me because I kind of put it on the back burner a little bit too. And then he reached out to me and he was like, hey, okay. you should bring back Sun City Sounds connected with the B-Woms. And like, you know, whenever he has like the whole the barbed wire thing that he has like yeah. get a featured artist and like you know we'll record them. so now we're doing that with him again Beautiful. so we're doing something like that and so it, it, it he's a lot of help and that so, is yeah. fantastic shout out to richie yeah. out there but yeah. um i also now want to jump into you're also a woman in business and creativity how does that work for you and is that something that you saw yourself getting into as like like in the business area of like growing events and all that or you just wanted to be a creative and you just saw the opportunity to come out and build something it's sweet that you think like it's working. Just kidding. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> just kidding. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, it 
definitely is interesting. Yeah. To say the least. It's interesting. You're right. Like being a creator is one thing. Being an artist is another thing. Being a business person is one thing. Being a woman in any of those aspects is a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Like it sucks. It sucks a little bit because maybe we're not taken as seriously as gentlemen, like as men. Mm And that's very unfortunate because a lot of the time we are we are a lot more serious mm-hmm. and we're a lot more organized and we have a lot more to offer. But at the same time, we're still seen as these emotional creatures that just like go off on a whim and like we go crazy or whatever. <laughs> we're just being bosses, guys. Like we're just trying to do things, you know. Me personally, I'm just trying to do things like yeah. I'm just trying to get things going and get out there. And not be called, like, a bitch or whatever, you know? Like, because it sucks. Like, as a man, like, you're you're a boss. You tell people what to do. You delegate work. Oh, yeah, it's great. Awesome. He's great. As a woman, if we boss people around or we delegate, we get bossy. We're called bossy. Or we're called, like, I don't know. We're called things. We're not called positive things, bottom line. So it is interesting being a, a, a female, like, leader, so to say. Um but I, it's not, it's not stopping me though. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bottom line, it's not stopping me. It shouldn't. It really no. shouldn't. No. And you're doing I can't a lot change of good it. Things, I'm not. So no. I'm not gonna change it. And so my follow up <laughs> question to that would be, um, which has been your biggest struggle then in that aspect, and how did you overcome that? Is there a point where like you you had to make a big sacrifice maybe, or mm-hmm. a mistake you learned from, or how did you overcome the biggest struggle and sacrifice that you came across? Interesting. I haven't had like. It's, I do feel very fortunate and a little bit spoiled because I haven't had like big, big, big challenges yet. If anything, I guess. Maybe something that was like very tough for you to do and, and get uncomfortable, but you're glad that you passed that uncomfortableness and it led to something yeah. better. Yeah. I guess, man, I guess the theme of the night is communication. There's um, a couple of projects that I wish I could launch a little bit quicker. Yeah. But because of the partners that I have or the people that are asking me to do these things, I don't depend on them, but they are the ones with the ideas. And I don't want to steal those ideas from those people. So it's hard to like continue the, what is that called? Like the the motivation that I have and like the the runs that I want to do if they're not there with me like if the motivation just, just dies down a little it bit. dies down yeah. and i don't want it to because these are really great ideas they're really great projects i'm ready to go i know i have the resources mm-hmm. like i me 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 like i know i can do stuff you know so it goes but, into partnerships some partnerships yeah. fail some partnerships succeed yeah. it's just it sucks that some some of them don't because some of them are really good yeah. is that what you're trying to say some of them are great yeah. but yeah and i who did i talk to about this i've really like talked about this too and they were like you know what sometimes oh i remember <laughs> I remember. And uh, they were just like, yeah, sometimes you just got to do it on your own. Like, after all, like, oh, well, like, it sucks for your partner, but you have to continue it yourself. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that does suck. That's going to that's gonna be hard. Yeah. That's going to be hard because they're, I, the backlash At can that be point, you bad. might just, you might burn a bridge and you don't want to I might do burn that, a you know? bridge and yeah. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't like burning bridges yeah. for anybody, like, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or partner whatever ship it is like i don't want to burn that so, so that brings up something interesting too yeah. so i want to get your input on this like <laughs> yeah. what do you think would be the best option would you think the better outcome would be i'm gonna make it happen either way or mm-hmm. i'm willing not to lose that and we'll end it here well man i think what i'm gonna i will 
find out on the next episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm joking. But, <laughs> but no, I I think what's gonna have to happen is that I'm gonna have to let them know, like, hey, like, I'm down to make this happen. Still, are you on board or not? And then depending on their answer, okay, like, cool. Regardless, I still kind of want to do it. But then again, do you want to yeah. put like all the workload on you? You know. I'm gonna. Ha- I've been doing yeah. it by myself this whole time, so it's not anything new to me. Gotcha. So okay. I'm not afraid of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't really scare me, but I it's gonna suck because I know they could have done a lot more. We could have done a lot more together. Uh, it, it's possible. It's possible. But yeah. also, like, I'm ready to continue. Yeah, you're I'm just a workhorse. Yeah. You know, you just like yeah. to get out there and do yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> so and I think just letting them know, like, hey, like, give them that last option, that last opportunity. If they don't take it, oh, well, like, you just, you have to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a good answer. I like that yeah. answer. And so also the second thing would be, damn, I forgot what I was going to ask you too. Wow. <laughs> Okay, no, no, no. So going off of like, okay, you went to the struggles, right? And you went yeah. to the things that like you, they were hard for you. What yeah. are some good things that you went through and something great came out of them? And like something that you're very proud of that you did? Partnerships. Partnership. I think that's, yeah. I Like I mentioned, I've done everything, most everything else by myself. Yeah. Like a lot of things by myself. So to have somebody else that's sharing that with me mm-hmm. and that's sharing that same like, not struggle, but that same challenge and then we get through it together. Like, that's so cool. Like, yeah. the things that we've done, I'm like, hey, my God, we did amazing. Hey, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you've heard me say that. I'm like, yeah. when we say we're going to do something, we're going to do gonna it. We're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. that's where we clicked right oh, off yeah, the bat is because we Straight both up. got something. Yeah. We got a pro- what was our first project? Our first project was... It was Art City. And then... Oh, you know what the other one was? I was kind of challenging is fashion. Uh, fashion oh, meets art. Oh, okay. That's... Yeah, that's Well, I won't talk one. about that one. Yeah, that I was... I won't talk about that one. That's another one, but... Which yeah. other one would you think was probably? I know we did Revanche. We did. Revanche was really good. That one was I really like that good. one. That was mm-hmm. really fun. That was really good. I like creating the graphics for that. Graphics. You know what's been good is with these partnered ones that I've done, like the events that I've done for other people, the graphics that I come up with, like I. Well, because you also learned how to design. I remember you, yeah. you were always struggling with Photoshop. Yeah. And now you're just like, I know how to do and it. And now I'm like, yeah. well. I'm not an expert, but I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> so would you say that's a skill that you've learned that's oh, like yeah. the most beneficial skill that you learned? Or what's been, it's very yeah. beneficial. Very beneficial, yeah. Because, yeah. um, I mean, until I get a graphic designer of my own, because it, it does take up a lot of my time, um, it's good to know these skills, though. Like anything that you want to learn or be part of, learn all of the sides to it yeah. is what I would definitely recommend. Like you want to get into film, learn the DP side, learn the lighting side lighting is a whole different world too but if you can you know at least learn like the minimal of it learn the gaffer side of things the grip side of things like learn the set designing the art uh directing side any any of it you know any of it like you want to do a painting learn what brushes are like learn the different kind of paints are the different mediums maybe if you want to just work on a canvas do some like collage work explore explore be curious be curious that is like I'm that. a very curious person. <laughs> I like that. I always tell people, like, yeah. just experiment with something. You experiment know, just experiment with get it. Out yeah. There and try everything. Experiment, yeah. but make mm. it fun. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so I want to, that's three questions I have for you. Yeah, yeah. And the first one would be how important do you think it is to take opportunity? Would you take every opportunity that comes at you or would mm. you deny some of them? And how important do you it is to choose the right ones or take them off if you decide to take them off? That's a really good one. That's a really good one. 
it depends what you're doing as a creative, right? Like we're talking about as a creative, as, as a, a creative, as a creative business owner, as a human, as, a human, <laughs> as an artist, more, a, more, more into the artist and the creative. Part. Right, right, right. How important right. do you think it is to collaborations and opportunities? Yeah, I think it's very important. Yeah. It's very important not only to get out there and like promote yourself or whatever, but through unity, like of a of whatever. Let's say it's painting collaboration. Through that unison of creating something with somebody else, like you're gonna get their ideas, they're gonna learn from you. You're gonna be able to share that together and like export it a little bit better, I think. Yeah. And then, cause they have their whole background, their whole life. You have your whole background, your whole life. Bring that together. Like it is unlimited what you can do. Perfect example is Brian and Adrian when we did the art city. They didn't know each other. Wolf what they created did was amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. They did really great. Yeah. And so that, really that's great. the testimonial to that. Yeah. It's like just yeah. bringing people and then now they, they created a couple things now in the future. Yeah. But it, it's crazy. And so it's beautiful. It's great. And so would would you recommend well not recommend, but would you in your eyes, would you say like, what's my opinion about what's like your that? opinion on that? Like yeah. taking every opportunity or, or so, being specific on each one that you're taking. I think it depends what level you're at. You got to level up. But no, it depends what level you're at. I think as a beginner, you should take every opportunity that you can. If not, create opportunities for yourself. You should be able to like look for opportunities wherever you can find them. Go ahead and do it. Like who cares about how big or small it is? You're going to learn from it regardless. Yeah. Once you get to a certain point, you know, and you're uncomfortable with where you're at, let it scare you because comfort is not good once you're comfortable yeah. you're comfortable you're done like you're comfy say you're in your bed you know you're all cozy you don't want to stop there you don't want to you don't want to move so don't be comfortable get comfortable sure but don't stay there yeah like keep on there's always more there's always more Girl, there's i'm always living more. through that right now so i know exactly what you mean yeah i'm doing that right yeah. now and so my, my next question would be apart from that simple question what advice would you give to anybody starting now whether it's the advice you received or advice that's coming out straight from you I, th I mean it's kind of along the lines of what everything else we've talked about is i guess find your community because there's a lot of people that are kind of just alone there's a lot a lot of people yeah. that are alone they don't know and it's just a matter of not knowing. Like, they don't know where to find other photographers. They don't know where to find their film community. They don't know where to find other artists or other painters or collage or sculptors. Whatever your creation is, try and find that community. Because through that community, you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. They're going to teach you. You're going to be able to teach them. You're going to learn from each other. And it's just going to expand. Like, there's no way you could get worse from there, you know? No. Also, be open. Be open to the different things that there are. Because yeah. there are. There are different things. People are gonna have different opinions. Some are perfectionists. Some are kind of sloppy. That's okay. So we've we've it's gone fun. through this. Remember, I don't know if yeah. you remember that phone call we had with like the other people that were working with us before. Yeah. And we were talking about merchandise and like right. what we're gonna make like bracelets, hats, and all that. Yeah. And I remember saying something like, "No one's gonna wear bracelets and all that." I'm like, "No one's gonna yeah. like bracelets." But then the first yeah. the other person was like, "Well, you don't know that. There's gonna be somebody who might like bracelets. But it doesn't matter about what you like." It matters yeah, about what your clients the, like. You yeah. might not like it. Like, you might not like pizza, but I love pizza. Right, you know? right, right. And so I might want to go buy pizza, but you might not. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so it's something like that, you know? It's That's like, one thing. You can't take things personally. No. You really can't. Like, business is business. And you've taught me that, like, a lot. <laughs> but business is business. And, like, I get it. Like, art is your own form of, like, self-expression. But understand that other people, it, once you put it out there, you're going to experience good and bad 
um, interpretations. I, I want to see what you think about this. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it in an aspect where it's like, if you're an artist and you want to stay an artist, that's fine. Do whatever the Beautiful. hell you want. But if you're Do an it. artist and you want to turn it into a business, then you got to stay start paying attention to your yeah. clientele, who you're trying to yes. sell it to, maybe adjust to what they're doing. And how, how do you see that? Like, how do you see maybe? Mm-hmm having to change like your artwork like right now we have alexis artwork and let's say she wanted to go and you know blast it out yeah. and some people might not like it what would you recommend or how would you see that and be like you know i would say don't get discouraged yeah because there are going to be, be people that don't like it like straight up they just don't like it for whatever reason let them oh, not I like love it this, by the way yeah oh yeah i think she's i alexis love alexa alexis she's the cutest thing ever i love her she's amazing but i think just don't get discouraged you know i mean not everybody likes Picasso. Not everybody likes exactly. Dali. Like, I love Dali. So I like that. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Like, there's, there's, man, if Tiger King could become something on Netflix, like, there's no way, oh like, God. your artwork won't be liked. Like, it's so, there's somebody bound to be out there that's going to like your stuff. And you have to, you just have to look for it. You really do have to look for it. Yeah. And it might take some time. But don't get discouraged. And like, we live in such yeah. a simple, like, very easy, I guess, like, day nowadays. Where, like, you know, you can accessible. make a simple video on TikTok and yeah. it's going to blow up. That guy that was skating with pomegranate juice, he blew up <laughs> and he made millions of dollars out of that. What the hell, you know? I have not seen that. Me I don't and, even. Me and Amo were talking on the last episode. And we were uh-huh. like, it's crazy how, like, we just saw on the news that, like, somebody sold a blank canvas for $84,000 to a museum. God. A blank canvas. Lord, you see, like, the God blank damn. canvas can be sold for yeah. that. What says your artwork can't be sold? Exactly. Like, oh, that's so Who ridiculous. Who says you can't make it? Who it, says you can't make it? Like, exactly. you just, that's a that's the thing that's been coming up a lot this week in conversation for some reason. Like, you really have to work for it. It is not easy. It's not. I will be the first and last person to tell you it's not easy. Like, anything that you put out there, <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. Like, it's straight up not. It can be. You'll have good moments. You'll have moments of like a good high peak, a beautiful high peak, and it's great getting up there. But realize it doesn't always last, and it can fall. But again, don't be discouraged. Keep on going. Like, like it. it's <laughs> just peaks and valleys, you know. Like that's all it is. Like, yeah. but don't stop. You know, Love you're it. allowed. You're allowed to take a pause. You're allowed to take a little break, whatever. But don't stop. Don't stop. You keep on running. Mm-hmm. Take a little walk. Take a little jog. Take a breather. But don't stop running though. I like the robot moves. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, that last question I told you before the episode yeah. was what was something you know now that you wish you would have known when you first got started man I don't there's I've learned a lot of things so I think I, I, I it kind of goes back to like being open mm-hmm. I, I have I've never been super judgmental like I'm always judging people but no just like no You're no but me, <laughs> I'm always judging you <laughs> no but I think being open um to new experiences new people and like I don't I, I think it comes back to like oneself is like just being open like right. allow yourself to like be I I think that's something I wish I could tell like everybody <laughs> I've been telling everybody recently like I told yeah. um Bombay this I think I told him I was like it, it's you against you Yes. No one else's opinion huge, matters but yours. No one's else going to stop you but yourself. Yeah. It's, it's and a, people have to acknowledge it. Oh, man. There's so many people, the ego, like, and they have to acknowledge that's not going to get them anywhere. Like, it can. You know, it could, it could be seen as something good. But a lot of the time, and my own personal foxy experience, like, I don't get anywhere with ego like yeah, you don't? it's just better to get your guard down and like let things well like happen. what we mentioned earlier is like you know you might not like it but somebody else might exactly you know? and so it's not exactly. always just about you, you know? yeah. yeah 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 
exactly. And so what, what's next? What, what's coming up for you? Plug yourself in, yeah. you know, different projects <laughs> you're working on in the future. So it. right now, again, with the Desert Gems, COVID is seemingly over. Um, I finally have the launch party. Heck yeah. When is that? When is that? <laughs> so October 28th, I have the launch party at Giovanni and Bronson's off of Piedras. 824 North Piedras. Say it louder for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I have the launch party there. So there's going to be my coloring pages, the coloring book for purchase. Um, I think maybe like the first 20 people will get a free page. After that, like it's for purchase and everything. But so on once, if you haven't been to Jovany and Bronson, there's you go in through the front because there's two entrances. But if you go through the front, you go in, there's the bar and like, the I was, was going to go through the stuff. kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You could do that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's a bar. And on this wall, I'm going to have um, people putting up their drawings and their pictures. Like, if they've colored it in, they don't want to take it home or anything for whatever yeah. reason, just stick it on the wall. Let other people see it. Put it out there. Is that um, what you've just been doing recently with, like, one of your installations? Yeah. You've people put stuff on your yeah, own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a mural at Orange Brick. Yeah. Did that mural okay. at Orange Brick. Quick tangent. Um, and, yeah, I, I also like, like, self uh empowerment and that kind of thing yeah so i wanted people to post like positive notes whether they like something about themselves or the music or whatever they like just post it on my cactus <laughs> yeah okay. but going back to the wedding bronze so on one wall we're gonna have um the guests drawings and pictures or whatever on the other side are gonna be the actual like prints and like things that you can buy from the book itself. So the individual drawings of each artist. Got you. Okay. Yeah. And that last one, plug yourself in. Where can people write yeah. reach you? Where can they yeah. find your work? I saw your website. <laughs> so plug in your website. Go yeah, for it. yeah, yeah. I'm actually gonna be rebranding the website, so I'll leave that for later. Okay. But if you guys want to keep up with me personally, um, I have my Instagram is fox f o x and t. So f o x period. A N D period T E A like T like yeah. T T <laughs> um, and then my other my desert gem one for those that if you guys want to purchase a book or check out the prints or even just find out about the artist um, that one is desert gems coloring gallery underscore between each word awesome yeah, Heck yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited <laughs> what we're gonna do next yeah. I, just, I was just been thinking about like everything we talked about and I'm like wow this, man this is really good everything we talked about I'm glad but I'm glad we ran out of time so, okay. Fox, <laughs> yeah, so much on the show. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm glad, glad to finally be Heck in your yeah. podcast. It's like, been a while. In your podcast, yeah. I should have had you as my first guest. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, I mean, but it's better now. <laughs> it's better now because we've actually done a lot of things. Yeah, now, so yeah. It's better now. We've grown. But we've grown. We're gonna end today's episode here, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, catch us on the next one. Make sure to you guys follow Fox. Make sure to keep up what she's doing. Alexa's artwork up here. It's really amazing. I love it. So thank you so much for choking your artwork behind us. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't already, make sure you're following El Paso Creatives on Instagram, YouTube, and other social media. 